Hey guys, this week's episode is brought to you by the Hunger Task Force. Now through the end of the year, we will be partnering to help support their initiatives of providing free and healthy meals to families in need throughout Milwaukee County, which is unfortunately one of the nation's most impoverished areas. For more information and to join us in our efforts, please visit www.hungertaskforce.org. Welcome back. This is another episode of Random Tandem. I am Coco. And I'm Esther. And we're back from Thanksgiving and all the food. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not doing good. I got a lot of food poisoning happening. I don't know what I ate. Really? That's what you think it is? I don't know. I, I'm, I, I might not make it through the episode. So we'll, we'll, we'll just hold, hold me in your prayers, guys. That's not I'm not funny. I'm not doing good. So that's my wellness check. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Um, do you have any rants this week? Uh, I do. Did you have any? Did you want to go first? Yeah, mine's real quick, simple, and to the point. Um, you niggas are still lying. And listen, I, I don't even want to talk about lying because I'm really tired of dating and I haven't even been dating for too long. I just don't appreciate when niggas aren't up front with you when you're up front with them. This is my biggest pet peeve. It's just one of the things that I really hate. And then in, the, in the mix of dating, we know we are not exclusive. Obviously, you're dating. Dating means multiple people. It does not mean one person. If I say I'm in a relationship, that's with one person. Um, I gave this nigga. He was lucky to get an hour of my time because any other time I would have never given him the time of day. I'm going to be honest. Um, so he was very he was blessed with my presence for an hour. <laughs> And, um, you know, it was, we conversed back and forth. It was nothing serious because obviously I live in Milwaukee. A lot of the niggas that I talk to live in Chicago and it's going to be very hard. I'm not really into the long distance things, but I am there quite often that it could possibly work. Um, long story short, the nigga was acting like this was like a dating scene. He had broke up with his girlfriend. He just left. He just left somewhere with his ex. It, it, it was kind of crazy. Come to pop back up. The nigga was like, you know, we should reconnect. Yada, yada, blah. When you're in Chicago. Now, it take a lot for me to reach out. If I'm reaching out, I'm giving you some, you know, I'm giving you some of my time. So I had reached out to him and the nigga, I don't know if he curved me or what the deal was because we have been conversing for a very long time, DMs, text messages, and it just kind of like was ghost. But you just told me that we should have connected. So I'm confused. Now, one, what you got for me was never a romantic vibe because I could have never seen myself romantically with you. You was just you was just cool. Long story short, this nigga must have had a girlfriend the whole time we was talking. What? Pop up with a picture and say, you know, said oh, not. Oh, that's the picture. <laughs> said not to, uh, um, you know, not to hide anymore. And I said, listen, wow, nigga, you just was in my DM. You just, I have questions. Like I like, and it's not even a rant. Like I am so. 
and I just had this conversation before we got in here. Like I am done with dating. I am done with niggas, not indefinitely, but I don't have the energy these days to be worried about if a nigga got a girlfriend, if he got a wife, if he going to have his phone on him all the fucking time, if he going to have his phone face down. If I can't trust you, if I don't know what the fuck you got going on, I don't have the energy for none of it. And if you're going to come into this thing, if you are going to come into dating, you need to come in open and honest like I just I'm so tired of niggas putting up facades and and things of that nature it's like y'all ain't talking to other people or I don't have a girlfriend or you were on a break with your girlfriend for a month say that because you know what it'll make it a lot easier when motherfuckers try to date you and then you go ghost and you just pop up with a girlfriend and then niggas looking confused and I don't waste my time now I'm not now listen don't get me wrong because it sounds like I'm very emotionally invested in this I'm not (laughs) like I'm not like I, I didn't get in I didn't get too far into him that I was eat, he was lucky to even go on a date with you and that's just me being no cap like you I it was you were what lucky mean? sorry just period <laughs> like oh, you were okay. you were lucky <laughs> I was a little slow okay. you were lucky to be there with me in that time look at how I'm looking because I would have never I'm a being I would have never done it so with that being said if you aren't ready to date If you aren't ready to be open and honest in fucking relationships and or in the dating process, stay out of it. Because I'm tired of putting up with nigga shit. I'm tired of it and I'm just done. I'm over it all. So that's my rant. Just... And that goes for females, too, because I've been watching that show, Ready for Love. This girl's going back and forth with this guy that she's talking to. You niggas and women need to take some time. Take a break. In between your relationship, that when you get out of one, that don't mean hop into the next one. Give yourself some time. Explore who the fuck you are. Date. But if you're going to date, you need to be honest and tell a motherfucker like, hey, I just got a relationship, but I am seriously considering going back to the person. No, seriously. Because then that would that alleviate a lot of the stress that I'm feeling because I got to worry about, which I'm not doing that shit no more. I got to worry about if you're talking to somebody. So that's my rant. Just be open and honest because I'm... This is why I'm having trouble dating now. I don't have time for bullshit. At all. And that like, and that's impersonal. That's relationship. That's with business work. I don't have time for no bullshit. And that's my rant. Oh, and secondly, the second, the second to last rant. And I, and I'm gonna get to her in, in, in our, in our topics, but I just want you niggas First of all, we need gun control. Mm. You niggas are just out here shooting them up bang bang in neighborhoods where kids are. Like, y'all don't have no remorse or motherfuckers around you. That could have been your... I'm talking about a little girl that was shot in her home watching TV. And what's even more sad is she wrote a poem or a story about it, basically describing her death. It's terrible that y'all just flying through the city, shooting bullets through houses, and you don't even got a fucking reason to. Yeah, that's that's sad. Just I don't even know if that was just around. I'm just so tired of like violence. I'm tired of guns. I'm tired of all because you can't even fucking go anywhere. I can't be at home. I can go. I can't go to church. I can't go to the grocery store. I can't even be in my car. I can't even be minding my business without worrying about if I'm gonna get shot. No, seriously. 
that rant was way too long and I don't even know if it was a full rant but I am just so tired of hearing all the gun violence all the sad and tragic stories about people that don't have any fucking self-control or don't have shit to do other than go through people's neighborhood and shoot them up bang bang all throughout the fucking neighborhood and you kill us innocent children that, ne- that didn't even get a chance to fucking live her life 13 and that and that's my rant rest in peace to that girl um really quickly is that the street that i lived on is that the name of the guy the street that i lived on oh yeah uh nigga now wait a minute <laughs> now, <laughs> this whole story hello but the point is, the point i'm not even it's it's no shade to him because in, i'm shading the fuck but out my, of him. My, my thing is now i will say i didn't reach out like i wasn't like a heavy communicator yeah. it'll just kind of be like i'm here what's good but still don't <laughs> I, I don't i don't nigga, i don't have time <laughs> I, I didn't have time i don't and if you saw what you saw what she looked like and i <laughs> and you i don't saw he looked like <laughs> nigga you're basic anybody so, that watched a good place so, nigga you're basic <laughs> so Shit. you know uh, oh, i'm done i I I'm can't. done. I was so out of it you when just you was sent in me my that DM. message. I didn't know who the fuck that was. He I just was sent like, me a DM last night about also, one of my stories, and his ass is left on red. I would have sent him that picture back. I'm Happy like, holiday. I'm not doing it. <laughs> like, I'm not. What you're not getting fuck? any of my uh, any of my energy. No, bye, dog. Um, my rant is really quick, swift, and smooth. Um, I kind of told y'all that last episode that you know they kind of revealed a couple of things about my health and now I'm on a mini cocktail of medications and it's fucking me up okay um so my rant isn't really a rant because it's really just me well it is a rant getting shit off my chest but I'm tired of like you go to the doctor to feel better and I get it there's a lot of things that are going on so they kind of have to do dibble and dabble in a million different areas to try and figure out the perfect blend for me right now but when I tell you that they should not have medication like this to make you feel this goddamn awful I would have almost preferred to feel like I did before than I do now because now I have to wait to see whether or not these things will work and if they don't I have to go back for them to readjust them until they do work so it's like how long do I have to feel fucking miserable when I'm going to y'all to feel better and I get a lot of times you know people say oh well you just need to remove yourself from everything altogether and go the natural lifestyle I'm heavily considering that but right now I just want to feel better like there is no reason why I should be smoking to get rid of nausea to just to be able to eat and then have to smoke again afterwards so that I don't get nauseous from the food that I ate just to be able to stomach the medication that y'all prescribed me that I have to take in perfectly spaced out increments so that they don't either counteract with the other medicine or counteract with supplements that I was already taking or vitamins or all types of shit like there's so much stuff this has turned into a complicated arithmetic problem just for me to re-fucking-figure out how to take my meds. You know, anybody that takes any sort of vitamins or anything like that on a regular basis, I get up in the morning, I pop that birth control, I pop my probiotic, I pop what uh, my multivitamin, and then I would go. But now I have to recalibrate everything because I can't take the probiotic within four hours of one of the medications that they got me, not within 30 minutes of another medication that they got me, and now I'm all fucked up. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm over it. 
Like the pharmaceutical business is making off like bandits. And honestly, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck are they actually doing but making money and making us sick at the same goddamn time. I'm over it. I'm over it. And that wasn't really a rant other than me just getting some shit off my chest. But I I just, I've, I lied when I said I was doing okay because I'm not doing okay. And this honestly is not making it any better. So I'm just, I'm a little on edge. I'm a little frazzled and I'm a little sick from the medication that they're giving me. So pray for me, (laughs) y'all. Shoot, I say all that to say. I need all the prayers I can get at this point because this shit is trash. It's very trash. Yeah, garbage very garbage oh and as a follow-up to my rant last week samsung did send me a check but it wasn't in the amount that they fucking withdrew out of my account so we're still having an ongoing battle about that because they Hmm. play too goddamn much they gonna send me one of the payments y'all sent me 158 dollars and y'all withdrew that damn near eight times i'm still waiting on my check from at&t this was last year this time i oh don't don't even get me started y'all want y'all fucking money on time yet y'all can't even fucking do your fucking job and refunding the money that you took from me illegally might i add hell anyway last episode we talked about (laughs) sexy panties Um, (laughs) y'all got a lot of sexy (laughs) panties apparently niggas do have sexy panties g-strings g-strings glittery 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 yeah glittery chaps and um uh strapping devices and all types of or things. Or just in the nude. Or in the nude. <clears throat> um so or shout out to everybody that has the sexy panties, especially you niggas. I don't have no sexy panties on today. The they kinda old and tattered, but it's my business. <laughs> tattered. So my, Mine are very tattered. My, they kinda got some strain. I caught in my butt cheek earlier, which is weird, but <sighs> whatever. Um <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> It's a little elastic string. Oh, okay. <laughs> kind of caught in my butt. It was, was kind of like, weird. I thought it was on? a piece of hair, but it wasn't. Okay. I was like, what's that? But wow. you know, my hair is long. And when you got long hair, like I got my hair, I think this is 24, 26 inches. That hair, when you comb it, it can get all types of areas of your body. So it I be really sometimes can. having hair in my ass crack. So I thought it was a piece of hair. But anyway, it ain't got nothing to do with why we're here. The reason we're here is we're here. <laughs> we had... um. the last episode is that we were thankful and I still am very thankful Um, one of the things I just want to point out live and on air is that I'm very thankful for your hands this holiday season buddy because oh um, I forgot I could she she (laughs) you know it was taken up we leveled a couple it up. of we leveled it up. I mean, your food has always been good, but this year was exceptional. So <laughs> I was thankful for that plate because my mother was bogus this year, and I'm not gonna get into why nigga done got a fucking boyfriend and start acting crazy to her only child. But you know what? I'm gonna cut her phone bill off because she ain't paid that in a while. While she buying full course meals for this nigga named Robert. And she ain't want to feed her own daughter. But I'm not going to go there. Your food was exceptional, and I'm thankful for that. <laughs> Hallelujah. I forgot I cooked. I did cook Thanksgiving. That was a long time coming. You cooked a lot of fucking food. I cooked a lot of food. I just finished the last of the nothing. We finished the last of the dressing yesterday. The other half is frozen. Really? Oh, okay. Other, froze I froze it. the other half. I was going to say, goddamn. But no, yeah. I froze the other half. The ham is gone. God, that ham was delicious, by the way. I just, she don't eat ham, but the don't ham, the glaze. The ham and the glaze. That's all you need for Thanksgiving. Because niggas, when you eat Thanksgiving, you really don't be looking for the meat. You just eat the sides. And so we just, but that ham, 
that ham get you right because it's sweet and savory got some you know it had a little honey it had a little brown sugar some Worcestershire sauce because I can never say it right um we had a little balsamic honey in there okay it had a little bit of um paprika a little bit a little fancy fancy yeah I did a little glaze and so it was really delicious that I don't even know why I'm talking about this but anyway um I would like to say that I got really high on Saturday and I was really hungry and I recreated your um sweet potato so I just want to thank you for that okay you know you really built it up in my spirit to say that I could do it and I did you did but could I recreate it again sober we don't know because so far that was the only time they've gotten that close to yours I mean hey so we don't know what happened but yeah Happy Halloween. Um, Halloween. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I told you I'm not really here. Um, so, yeah, hope you guys had great, great meals with your family. I'm so thankful I didn't see any struggle plates. Did you see any plates this year? I wasn't looking for places. Everybody knows we're eating, we eating the same thing. I am not thankful for all of it. But the super part is I gained, I feel like I blew up over the the course of last week but i didn't really eat that much but i was drinking mug and root beer what like it was the water fuck is that about i was on root i love me a good maybe you gain some water weight from that oh that beer. shit gotta go it, it has to go and i'm supposed to be seeing first of all this is a sidebar we having a conversation this has nothing to do with what we're talking about okay i have to go to chicago saturday um to work but my sister and he's damn fucking meetups she's forcing me to go to this art trap meetup with her and um, one of the girl works on <laughs> one of the girl works on set for Chicago PD. <clears throat> so you know where this is going. Okay. We were invited to an exclusive party. Yeah. And yes, please. <laughs> yes, so please. I don't. <laughs> I don't really know how this is gonna Hallelujah. go. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I I'm like oh I didn't really plan on all yeah. of this. Oh you gonna be there? It's gonna <laughs> be a like, powerful affair. Okay, you was, gonna be there? I was like oh, oh was, that shit. But her friend doesn't powerful. know. Her friend doesn't know. So this know. this is why it's all weird. I can't wait. So now I have to find something to wear. It's gonna be a powerful. Do affair. I need to get my crotch waxed? Probably yes, please. <laughs> um, you got any black magic this week? Um, you know it's going to my forever first lady. Oh fuck, you stole mine. Dagnabbit. Okay. My forever first lady, Michelle Obama, and her new book, um, Becoming. I have not read it. I'm gonna be honest. Didn't get it. Um, it's on my Audible, not Audible. My um, what you call it? iTunes Store. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been listening to it. I didn't buy it. The actual hand in my hand but i have been listening to it and it's pretty good so far i'm only in chapter one okay i wanted to buy it but i was waiting for barnes and nobles to send me another coupon because i'm kind of poor can't buy anything full price right now but shout out to her she sold like 1.5 million copies the first week or something like that or was it more than that okay you said it so let's move on um current events she did yeah oh 1.4 in the first one point i knew it was something yeah so shout out to her um and to the new york post i just want to tell y'all y'all need to stop fucking counting their fucking pockets it don't it's none of your goddamn business that they're building a billion dollar brand you just mad that that shit is homemade from the ground up and you're mad about it because you can't (laughs) find nothing nothing in the rolodex in the fucking rolodex the archives none of that shit that you can really try and say that 
they weren't completely legit in this come up. And you know what? Mind your business. That's what y'all need to do. Y'all writing articles. Y'all need to write some articles about y'all fucking president and how he fucking up with children, throwing tear gas at babies and diapers and bare feet, just escaping fucking monstrosities that they left and walked miles barefoot just to get some sort of asylum. And this fucking president of y'all's is acting a complete ass. That's what y'all need to talk about. Y'all need to talk about the ways to get his ass the fuck up out of there y'all need to do that much digging that y'all trying to figure out what the hell does michelle and uh barack have in their bank account y'all need to figure out what the fuck you can pull up out of your ass to be some explosive watergate scandal to get this damn motherfucker out of the office wow that's what you need to figure out don't worry about what the fuck they got in their bank accounts because they ain't got shit to do with us and they got ain't got shit to do with you and there you have it they do too much. Like, I'm so fucking tired. You can't even congratulate this woman on the accomplishment that she made without fucking... They literally had an article where they went line by line counting their fucking money, how much their fucking speaking fees are. And you know why? It doesn't matter. Because they fucking earned it. So mind your business. That's and it. they're always in for every in everybody's heart. And that's why you're mad about it. Mad about it. And shout out to Ellen Pompeo for actually being a real nigga. You know, she going for another Harper Avery Award. And I think I'm going to cast my vote for being an exceptional person outside Ellen of Grace stupid. Sloan. However, she actually spoke very true about there not being enough women in color in entertainment. And I just want to shout her out. That's not black magic for obvious reasons. However, you're still amazing and I love her. Speaking of Ellen, not that Ellen, but the other Ellen. Her and Michelle She's is nuts. stupid. She's they both stupid. They both need a show. They stupid. Ellen makes me laugh. Honestly, I think I'm the black Ellen. I mean, probably not that wait, funny, what? but I do stupid <laughs> stuff. Like, wait, I do stupid what? stuff like her. Um, but she's funny as hell. Ellen is hilarious. Like when she started reading that dirty she novel. Was like, she said she placed her hand on the small <laughs> of my back. She said, that's not my book. She said, stop reading the inside of my book. She said, that, when I say Michelle, you say Pfeiffer. <laughs> I laughed so, that's so hard. That's so stupid. All of their clips, like I just miss them. And I'm so glad that Ellen has this sense of humor that we can all appreciate because I don't care who the fuck you are, what party you align with. That shit is funny. She's stupid. It's funny as fuck. I don't care. Any way you slice it, it's funny. But yeah, shout out to Ellen, both of y'all. Um... And I really wanted to say his name. Um, do you know the name of the gentleman that was killed by the police in, um, was it Alabama or Mississippi? They mistook him for being a shooter in a mall Mm-mm. and they killed him. He was a military um, veteran, young man, young black guy. And they had it all over that they killed the gunman. Yes, they killed him. And mm. the actual shooter is still at large. So fuck y'all that took this gentleman away from his family right before the holiday season oh, and no. in general fuck y'all also rest in peace to our grandma uh, vernita what was her name vernita lee auntie oprah's oh, mom oprah's mom who passed away now, on Thanksgiving don't get me well. wrong was that her grandma that she didn't have a good relationship with i thought it was her mother she didn't have a good relationship with i don't recall because i see i her, think i know what you mean but i don't remember what who it was that she didn't have a great relationship with. I feel like it was her mom, but now that I guess they, I mean, not that you're going just as straight, you know, yeah. straight from your mom. I feel like. Did you see, her. sorry, I'm so sorry. Did you see the chant that Oprah did when people were coming to her house on Thanksgiving? They were standing on the front steps. I saw it, but I can't remember what it was. I thought those were, were those her kids from Africa? 
Like I her, don't know. I think those I were know. they coming from her school in Africa or something. No clue, but I just wish I was invited. But um, shout out to Oprah. Um, let's. See. I finally saw a wrinkle in time, and it was really wrinkly. <laughs> it wasn't good. No, I didn't get it. Did you read the book? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, maybe. I don't know. I have like my feelings on adaptations, movie adaptations of books, because a lot of times they, they don't do it justice. A lot of stuff. So if you didn't read the book, it probably wouldn't make sense. But if you did, then you would be pissed off if the movie was. Because I just think about that book, Addicted. This is just a side, like Fifty Shades of Grey, which y'all know how I feel about that. And this whole facade on Fifty Shades of Grey, Bear to You series, was way better than Fifty Shades of Grey because it was written written. 10 times better. Wait, who? It's a series called Bear to You. Hmm. And it was written before Fifty Shades of Grey. However, Fifty Shades of Grey took off. And it's written, and it's in the same lines of Fifty Shades of Grey, but it's written 10 times better. Because when you read up. Fifty Shades of Grey, the writing was just awful. I couldn't finish it. That's it was why. so awful. So I, I just You're think basic. I'm, That's how I felt. That and then I was thinking about them. There's so many books that have that have movies that go to them. I was thinking about Addicted. Did you see that movie Addicted? Did you read the book Addicted and then you watch the movie Addicted? Wait, it was terrible. My memory. What is it was a Zane about? book Addicted. Oh. I read the book and then the story. <clears throat> the movie was like this is stupid. So yeah. Um, let's see. Andrew Gillum and Stacey Abrams, they finally conceded after the recounts. Um, I'm just hoping that they reemerge some way, somehow in 2020. Um, because president and vice president. What if that, that would, Ooh, that would, they would get, never, they would never, that, they would never, that would let that. never happen, <laughs> but it would, it would get crazy if it did. But, um, yeah, we all know there's a lot of voter suppression. There's a lot of racism for anybody that, um, even watches or keeps up with politics even a little bit y'all need to pay attention to that Mississippi runoff election um, between that racist ass bitch uh, Hyde Smith and then the black gentleman uh, Mike Epsy I think his name is Epsy don't get me to quote names wrong but y'all need to watch that too because this bitch was out in public saying that she would attend a public hanging in 2018 and you think these motherfuckers ain't doing some crazy shit just to ensure that they actually keep their seat during election time okay. y'all gotta wake the fuck up because this bitch did not apologize literally until like what two days ago two or three days ago these people are really out here doing some scandalous shit and i need y'all to pay attention so watch that race please and thank you um i didn't have anything else on some bullshit or trash regarding that president um jim acosta got his press pass back after trump tried to show his dick uh at a press conference and revoke his rights as if he had no right to be here. My only thing though is now he probably won't get to get the opportunity to ask questions because Trump is petty as fuck, but um, it'll be fuck y'all president forever and always. And that's all I have to say on him. Um, One of our favorites got his uh, star on the walk of fame. Snoop. Who is still fine. Um, still fine. I still hit that. Without a doubt. Uh, <laughs> sweetie, <laughs> without question. Um, to today, uh, if possible, um, yeah, he thanked himself, and I, you know, I really am all for people really thanking themselves because, yes, you know, there are a lot of people that help you along the way, but who really put in the work? That nigga did, and shout out to him for it. Do you have anything else? Um, I, I had a couple of things, just okay. a few things. Tyrese's baby mama claims that living her life 
It's her job. Now, I don't know what nigga I slept with, but I slept with the wrong one because I ain't getting a check where I can just live my life. She says that? She claims that living her life is her job. But wait a minute. Wasn't she, wasn't that whole reason why he got on uh, fucking Instagram slobbing and shit because she was taking all his money? Yeah, and she needs the money to live her life. That's a part of her life. She Now, I she should have shut nigga. the fuck up because that's bogus as hell. I slept with the wrong one. I'm just I, I ain't making that mistake again. Wow. Um, I just would like to say that Future is on his sixth baby mother. Isn't that crazy? I don't know where these. Like what I, I know where and why because people will love the opportunity to jump on a dick, a famous dick at that. Um, but I don't know if I'm okay with just this nigga is barebacking in every like. I said this. Where are the condoms? I don't think he uses them. And and then I'm starting to wonder, does he have any STDs? Which he probably does. Where are the condoms? <laughs> and now this girl is claiming that she was trying to be private, um, but now she's getting death threats. So she decided I'm going to come out and, and I'm going to speak my truth because if anything happens to me, I want you all to know. Um, he goes to Instagram and says he was going to live his life. I don't know what future he says. responded. Yeah. He said he doesn't need any negativity. All so. right, nigga. <laughs> you, I, I'm, I'm floored because this is the audacity of niggas. I don't know what he says. 99% of the time. That I don't even know what he's rapping and know what he, I honestly, I have stopped listening to future. I don't, cause know you don't what understand he's, him. He's what too is high. He saying? So we're on the sixth baby fetty wop is that a record too how many do fetty wop got i have no he got a lot of kids but do you got six baby mamas too i have no clue i don't know um but six now we know he has enough money to take care of them all but i just think that it's unfair to the children it is it's very unfair to the children that you won't be there um i i don't know how i feel about that that's not my dick to suck or pounce on so that has nothing to do with me Um, none of my business ain't none of my business it's none of my business i i I don't know rest in peace to kim porter um that was really sad i'm really i'm still she was so young she was 45 years old 47 47 and that oh god and they still don't know like the official cause that's that's what's so terrifying didn't they say she had she was having pneumonia at the she had pneumonia for a couple of weeks and then i read something about cardiac arrest and that's what's sad because the official report came out that it needed additional like research or something like that it's like what the hell like i feel for kim porter's family diddy oh the boys is going through it those babies that look just like her they all look just like oh, her, to God. be honest. It, it's just, it's except for Quincy's ass. That nigga daddy, I'll be sure, spit him right out. Quincy's but, so cute. Oh, oh gosh. So cute. He's very handsome. He's but so I cute. just I just feel for their family. Um, Diddy's post got a little weird to me. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not going to take away. About their relationship? Yeah, I'm not going to take away from his grief, but it did kind of make me feel away. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, rest in peace to her. Her funeral... Okay. They have fireworks. They did. Like during the day though. It's like how much did that cost? But they're rich. I just they let go doves. (laughs) I I just that's not funny. I didn't mean to laugh. But it's just like my thing about the funerals is like, how does it always end up online? Like people can't just rest in peace and mourn. I think since she was a public image, it's gonna be hard to keep that private. That's true. But it was just like niggas taking Aretha was a whole damn she wanted her. She had a lines, series. Yeah. Are they going to put that on tape? I mean, it might as well be on DVD. Like mm. after like a 
championship, how they try to sell like promotional items. That's what they need to do. (laughs) (laughs) Sell that DVD. Shit. But I just, um, yeah. Rest in peace to Kim Porter. Um, Gabrielle Union had a baby that came out of nowhere. Not that we would know because I don't live her life. We talked Uh, about that. We did. Did you see the baby? Yeah, last episode. She Um, finally showed the baby. First, I was going to say something about her. <laughs> let's move on <laughs> not the no. baby though oh, i wasn't okay. gonna talk about it. no okay. no 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 no. not okay. the baby his baby though his son but i'm not gonna talk about that either i was gonna keep it going um because yeah. that's a lot happening over there and i don't know what's going on okay um the soul train cypher that just happened yesterday did you get a chance to see the bet the b i mean soul train awards i caught it late i came in like maybe an i didn't hour see it at left. all i caught it right on the um the cypher and we knew that luke james would give it to us as promised i don't know why you niggas keep sleeping on him like he's not one of the greatest vocalists right now um ever i would be willing to put that <laughs> on his name he is and in he not only is he fine okay <laughs> we're gonna set can aside we, the, can we stop there though how fine is he though like not only is he f- like that like that that's a specimen. i can't even like i don't even know i don't have i'm stuttering <laughs> <laughs> he's fine I, I like i don't the chalk <sighs> Mm-hmm. Luke James is now listen that man I wouldn't throw my panties at many people I would throw him at a lot of people I he would be in the, the running he would have him before they realized he realized they were in flight to him like <laughs> I he wouldn't oh, even know his pants was down so, so listen <laughs> and we don't condone rape culture but no, 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 I, no, no. I just there would have to be some form of consent and I would make sure that he did cause <sighs> can't say no strawberry to me strawberry vapors strawberry vapors can y'all can y'all google strawberry vapors please more better blues more better blues love can child you, can oh. you can, just do it why does he not have that cd anywhere I just, anywhere i had it in my camry and my camry's gone i do not know where that cd was i made it for that very reason I'm it's DM. not even on any like platforms why i must is it on soundcloud no well it might be on soundcloud now that i think about it i'm gonna send him a dm everything. and ask him on a date and see if he can give me that cd um okay sorry but, back t- to that. but yeah luke james he sung it down. I gotta watch it. Faith Evans, I don't know. You know, she she was giving you vocals. Her vocals still. didn't leave. They're still there. Still there. Still, she's still there. Kelly Price, she's always hooping and hollering. I'm dead. maybe I need to go back. I, I, I missed a lot apparently. I this was on the same cipher. Okay, um, they had her Queen Nyla. I still don't know who Naja's. she is. Naja, I saw her. Still don't know who she is. Still don't know what she's saying whatever um but who i was most important was ready to see was luke james that's the only person i cared about oh god he's such a great he, asset to this earth i just oh he's a jewel father. and we need to keep him close and he's playing the hell out of these roles too listen don't ever get it twisted. i told you the team switch up must have been real because he he's been out for a minute he's I'm been so glad he's been around he's here though He's fine. It's fuck. Oh, shit. I'm a, mm. Okay, really quickly, Janae Aiko and um, Big Sean apparently broke up because she covered up his tattoo. Um, I want to see his dick. You haven't seen a video? He has there a video? There was a video floating around. If somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I could have sworn there was a video floating around a couple years ago of his penile region. He had a big old dick. Ariana like Safari Grand, big? Like Safari big, apparently. Mm. Ariana I don't know Grande why people were saying, said it a couple years ago. I wouldn't doubt it. Little niggas got big dicks. Um, I mean, the facts are there. 
um uh what was i gonna say about the dick oh chris brown picture surfaced this is years ago about his did we talk about his penis it's like a carrot and like a pencil yeah, i like meant a to pencil. say like a pencil like a pencil i hate like if you're not pencil <laughs> like a pencil <laughs> not pencil pencil like a pencil <laughs> Oh, it's like a little God. carry. I don't. I don't want that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not that he would want me, but like I don't. I don't want that. Um, but yeah, I, I thought his. He might have a large, and she's tiny, so she was I getting mean, all the she dick. She was taking it. That dick was probably the size of her. Um, Dwight Howard. Oh, do we? Yes, yes, please. That's where I was going. <laughs> yes, please. I. I okay. Okay. Um. I wanted to say this when you were talking about future because I don't know at what point did y'all niggas really get so far up that you think that you can threaten folks and their livelihoods. Do we to, think this is real? I don't know. He's However, always looked a little. He's always been fine, but he always has looked a little zesty. I wouldn't go that far because Dwight Howard, I would still want to mount those shoulders. Oh, I okay? definitely would. But I'm saying he's always had a little zest. Even when the way he acted with Royce on basketball wise, how he I dealt with that whole that. situation. He's it's, always been a little know, zesty. I don't know people's lives or their careers. However, what I do know is that this young lady came out, transgender woman came out. Oh, it's not a, is it a guy? Yes. Transgender woman. Okay. Okay. And uh, <laughs> that had to take me a minute. <laughs> all I know is that the receipts were there. The res—I mean, this young lady had audio, a phone conversations. Oh, I. She that. had text messages. Um, she had DMs. Um, mm. and she had the facts. Okay. Mm. So if this is fake, she went out of her way. To prove that this was actually legitimate, because I, I really don't question facts. I don't know how you can question facts. Well, if there it were looks like to, a duck, if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, it probably is. So, but what took me out is when he called or when she called Dwight Howard a six eleven bottom. Can you imagine his big ass with them legs in the air getting dick down? A six eleven bottom that nigga legs spreading the air with his booty open can you imagine a 6 11 that's a big bottom. nigga with his booty spread cheeks open booty spread cheeks. i mean his <laughs> booty cheeks <laughs> spread it's a lot up. it's a lot i don't really i'd be know. willing to see what it looks like though I, it, he probably got a small dick ah <sighs> This is hard to digest. We'll have to give it some time. Um, yeah. I mean, hey. Um, wow. Yeah. Mm. Tell, tell us what you think about that. Because I was, honestly, I was watching as the tweets were being brought onto our timeline on oh, Saturday. On Twitter. And I was, I was like, wait, what's going on? Like, you know, Dwight Howard has always been one of those men that I would put in the fine specimen category. And I just, I was floored. But you know what? What I don't like, though, is people kind of shunning him if this were to be true. And I just really... That's his preference. That's his preference. It's his business. And it's sad that even now, today in sports, if there are individuals that are gay, that they can't be themselves. Like, that's still a part 
of our culture as to why we shame certain people for liking what they like. Mind your business. However, the business that was brought to my timeline on Saturday, I was floored. I, I don't know where else to go with that. Um, a 6'11 bottom. Legs in the air. Dick. Wow. What did you just say? Spread booty cheeks open. Butt cheeks spread the fuck open. I, you know what? Hey. You probably got a tiny booty. It's probably sitting up there, though. I don't know what to say. Um, mm. Shout out to Bruno Mars because apparently he fed 24,000, 24K, get it? 24,000 people in Hawaii um, oh. over Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, it took me a while when I saw it. But yeah, shout out to him. Um, I don't really want it. You said, okay, rest in peace to that little girl that passed away here in Milwaukee. You said you wanted to go Sandra there. Parks. I'm not. Sandra I, Parks. I, I, okay. I, I, I didn't really... I'm I'm over the sadness. You kind of wrapped it up in your rant. Um, Last thing, or if you have something else, Lion King came out with a promo. Did you see it? I did. I'm here. I'm around for the animation. Okay. Um, Beyonce always sounds slow, so I'm really curious as to how. Did she's we gonna... talk about the spectrum that we thought? Well, she's on the spectrum. Okay. We know that. Um, but she always sounds slow, so I'm curious to see how she's gonna play Nyla. She may be good. Hey, was she in a, like another Disney movie or something? She was, and she sounded like Beyonce. So it was yeah, just it didn't like, sound like an anime. She was a fairy, I think, too. So you know what's weird. crazy? I tagged you in that post on Facebook about behind the scenes of like plays and the people singing. Oh yeah, I was just so fascinated by the. You don't know what these niggas be looking like behind it, behind it, um the microphone. I saw this girl singing this cheerful ass, colorful ass song, and I saw. I said, now wow. I mean, her vocals were powerful, though. No, like, incredible. And, and you I, see her, you be like, uh-huh. nabbit. I can't even remember. That was so long ago. I would want to watch that again. I got it. It, it, it was a Broadway play. It was, a, it was on my thing. Um, I was actually going to touch on, Joelle Santana proposed to Kimbella. I'm good. Um, I don't support as what social media is calling s- struggle of. Um, I don't really know if he really understood what the point of that proposal was because he put the ring on the wrong finger. You know, it was a bunch of niggas on stage. You know, it it just felt like too much. And then Love and Hip Hop obviously is coming on tonight, actually. I have it recorded because I still want to see the foolery that's going on. Apparently he's on drugs. Did you know that? That His mouth looked like he on drugs. That was my biggest shock because what drugs was he on? Probably crack. The nigga, apparently he has no teeth. Jadon, shout out to Jadon from Egos and Opinions. He put up a status earlier, I guess, listening to that new Dipset album. He said he can hear the t- missing teeth. Okay. You're fucking stupid. Right. Um, <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> fucking stupid. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't really follow Kimbella and Joelle Santana's story. You know, obviously it was on social media a lot. She held it down for 10 years. Could not be me congratulations I'm, to them i'm sorry though. and ain't nobody proposed to me either so i'm gonna put that out but there's no way no that way. i'm putting up with your shit at all for 10 years and at two kids Mm-mm. you got me once you ain't getting me again I, that's a fact at all and i wish that people would learn from their lessons because a lot of people not learning from their mistakes Listen, they keep repeating them i'm and still doing fucking all- up being stupid every day 
I got still, a ways to go. Still doing it. Just you gotta just still picking up cakes. Okay, that's not what, what, what? we're talking about. <laughs> what? That's not what all we're right. Talking, what we're uh, about. Nicki Minaj staying in your lane. She also during our time away from you all, lovely listeners. She uh tried to shoot her shot at Michael B. Jordan, who just released Creed. I still wanna see that. He's fine. Fine as fuck. Still not the finest nigga that I've seen, but we'll leave it at that. She shot her shot at him and I He's just fine. A girl. You sit down, please. Cardi B is still doing her thing, and we'll leave it at that. You got she anything else? Still out her Fashion Nova collection. Oh, shout out to Supercent. That's what I wanted to say. Supercent sold a million dollars in less than three hours today. Really? She posted oh, her cra- a video. Her Kayola box. I. I'm so happy for her. I, she, you know, she's living her life. She's engaged. She has a baby on the way. A million dollars. They showed. They just showed a video of her phone just going off from all the orders that were coming in this morning. Mm. That's how you Does do she, it. I wonder where her warehouse is. It's in. Um, she posted a while back. She got a huge ass warehouse. Really? I think it's in Louisiana oh. somewhere where she lives. But yeah, shout out to her. Shout out to her. That's I all I, I have. I don't follow her, which Man. is random. Shout out. Um, I think that's all I have. You want to take a break? Yeah. Okay. Hey guys, as we continue our partnership with the Hunger Task Force this holiday season, we are happy to support them as they were selected to compete in the 12 Bars of Charity Pub Crawl on Friday, December 7th in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Pub crawlers select a local nonprofit to support when they purchase their $30 ticket and will receive a blue and gold sweatshirt as a thanks for $10 of their ticket purchases going to the Hunger Task Force. The bar neighborhoods include Water, Brady, and Milwaukee Street. So show your support and engage in all the activities that they're sponsoring this holiday season. Purchase your tickets at 12barsofcharity.com backslash Milwaukee. That's 12barsofcharity.com backslash Milwaukee. Hey guys, welcome back to the Random Tandem Podcast. Um, we have a very special guest. You know, we talk about a lot of foolishness on the show, but we definitely wanted to get someone on to help us sort through all of the things that we usually ramble about ourselves so i'm so happy to have miss renelle nelson on the podcast she has multiple acronyms after her name so she is legit she is a relationship counselor she is a infidelity coach she is a sex therapist i mean what else what else am i missing something did I cover it all? A sex coach. No, I'm a sex coach now, too. A sex... Oh, oh listen. Wait, I thought she's legit. Okay. I thought you said a sex pro. You probably are that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, whatever that entails. But I'm so happy to have you on the show. Thank you again for agreeing to speak with us. Um, oh, happy to have you. Thank you for inviting me and providing this space to share. Yes. No problem. We definitely need it. Um, I guess one of the things that we wanted to bring you on, because obviously you have... a depth of knowledge that we obviously need more of a more structured professional opinion versus us just giving random tips and tricks that we've talked about on the show before so we wanted to bring you on to kind of talk about relationships and sex obviously um infidelity and everything under the sun and that's your wheelhouse so thank you again for being on the show um i guess we wanted to start off and just tell us a bit about you what got you into this field and why was this your area of expertise that you wanted to focus on um i wanted to become the person i needed um i went through infidelity i was habitually cheated on and in my circle um it was just something that's done to you 
and we you just taught to survive it. Mm-hmm. And I went back to my relationship and nothing changed. And I really didn't feel like I had anybody to talk to because no one, except for a rap song or about a, another woman or except for a movie about betrayal, it wasn't anything about betrayal infidelity. And, you know, I just started looking at, you know, what my shout out to the parents out there, because, you know, they only know what they know, mm-hmm. you know, and we just we and we just pass down generational curses. You know, I just remember hearing let a man be a man and long as he don't bring it home. So um, when I hit that, I was on in my journey to be a therapist. And something about infidelity stuck out because nobody was talking about it. Nobody mm-hmm. was talking about it. And as far as with me becoming a sex therapist um, in my training, I had a wonderful teacher and she was like, Renell, uh, we need more people who look like you because I took a sex class and it didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. And everybody was squirmish and everything. And, you know, you and the girl talk about sex, but, you know, I was really into the education part of it. So, again, I wanted to become somebody that I needed because it wasn't anybody who was educating about sex. Yeah. Um, it wasn't anybody out there, you know, everybody was teaching you how to suck this and suck that, but nobody was telling you really the sex education about <laughs> it. So, um, I wanted to, so that basically was the premise of everything that I do is, um, uh, even suffering from depression, you know, being overweight, depressed, a single mother. Well, I don't like saying single mother because my son's father was around, but I guess that's a going tone. He was around. He did what he could, but I knew that before I laid down with him. But that's a whole different podcast. Okay. So, um, <laughs> okay. so, um, that, so that's basically the premise of me being going into sex and going to infidelity just because I needed to create a space that I needed when I was going through that, especially with depression. You know, going through depression, going through anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, not popping pills, just letting women be okay. You know, not having an orgasm later in life because we were taught to uh, please mm-hmm. and not receive pleasure. So, I mean, just being disconnected from my sexual self and being highly sexualized and not knowing my body was for me. Listen. You know, so I had to... Uh, mold myself into that person and that's the platform I'm on today. I keep it real straight, no chaser. I use my story to um, help others see that if you can heal. I, I let you see my scars because you can do this. Mm, that's amazing. And that's important. That that, that was you. a bunch of words, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you spoke about you wanted to speak to your experience to help others through it. And I think that's important because a lot of times, you know, we speak a lot about mental health on our show. And a lot of times I think that may be what prevents people from seeking that because they feel like, oh, well, this person doesn't necessarily understand. And I think that that's important that you spoke to how you wanted to speak to what you didn't receive. So what was, I guess, the start of your journey outside of just even being in the counseling field that made you want to help people really discover themselves like you did? Just being, just remembering sitting in my bed lost, uh, begging somebody to be with me, um, not taking care of myself, um, feeling like um, now I think it was basically suicide ideation, just thinking about 
you know, getting back. If I do this, I bet he do this. I mean, just being my lowest point and not taking care of myself. And but my son stays sharp. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. It's just and it's not till my mother pulled me to the side one day and said, uh, "You're depressed." I mean, the classic overweight, did my hair, threw on different stuff. Just, just wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And I just, and that's what keeps me motivated going. So I know what the lowest point was. And that was it. Going to school, you know, because we always say we going to school. I was, I've been going to school. I've been working. But just doing it as far as going through the motion. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any feeling. And I, and I uh, talk about it because I knew I was depressed. And people were like, oh, you wasn't depressed. I said I had postpartum damn near until my son was 18. And it was like, you don't have, I said, you can't tell me that. I know what I had. Because when you have a child young and you growing up together, you know, I'm not, my my son and I tell him that I'm sorry for being, you know, in school trying to make a better life. I don't have that's pictures of my son. I don't have pictures. You know what I'm talking about? I, that's how I knew I was depressed. You know how everybody's taking these pictures. I didn't do that because I was in survival mode. You want no time to take no damn pictures. If you don't mind me you asking, oh, I'm sorry. If you don't mind me asking, how old were you when you um, had your son? 19. Oh, you were 19. 18, so you, 18 going on 19. 18 yeah. going Second. on. So you really, you really missed those vital years of kind of growing up and Second growing into year. yourself. Second going semester freshman year of mm. college. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. I kind of feel you. Um, I didn't have mine at 18. I had mine at 21. And that's still early. Could you miss mm -hmm. those vital years? And just like how you said that um, you kind of feel bad because you robbed him because you kind of hustling at the same time he's going to school and you oh, kind of, yeah. it, 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 it kind of makes you feel bad. Mm -hmm. It does. I mean, I was in school my son's whole life. Mm. He didn't know me not to be in school. Or not to work. Like I like right now I'm either working or I'm working. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, that's how it is. And that put me in a state of survival. And that's why I wanted a, another point on my platform is teaching others how to heal so we can, you know, thrive instead of survive. Because all we are doing is surviving and we missing out on so much of life because we're in survival mode. This is so true. Hmm. Ooh, that's deep. Where do you want to go with this? <laughs> um, that where she was going i was going to take it down a whole nother rabbit hole but i think that's probably a, a mother because i'm a mother too so I, I really relate to you i mean my son is not 18 my son is only seven but i, I feel like i'm still in the same position that you were because I, I had him young and i'm still trying to do what i want to do in the midst of him growing up so that's kind of where i'm like torn in between because you feel bad for trying to pursue it but then you also have to take care you know of your seed and it's like so what do you do yeah yeah I guess I wanted to, I'm sorry. Uh, you go ahead. I guess I wanted to touch on that because when you're in that type of space, you're still, you took that hurt and that place that you were in and wanted to help others. And one of the things that we wanted to talk about, obviously, you know, the Jill Scott video came out and, you know, we have our own feelings on that in itself. But one of the things that I wanted to touch on and how 
you kind of spoke to that when you said you were in a place where you were begging somebody to be with you. You were overly sexualized, which we spoke about in one of our episodes as well. It's just how did you come to the point where you really found your own sexual expression? And what is something that you try to tell women who are still trying to figure it out? Um, I found my sexual expression later on in life, um, after 20, after probably in my 30s, mm. uh, when I start uh, getting more, and I start going more into sex. And we talk about it, going through the motion, but, you know, we didn't talk about orgasm. We didn't talk about, you know, lubrication you know we didn't talk about the good shit we just talked about <laughs> oh did you get some you got some oh my legs so we wasn't talking about stuff like that and so i had the privileges working and it was a milwaukee uh, store called a woman's touch which i'm still um very tight with and i refer everybody to but now it's in madison and i became a pleasure specialist and when i became a pleasure specialist I had to go through 40 hours of sex education and it just, it just blew my mind. It just blew my mind because that was the first time that I was in a safe place. Um, that place introduced me to alternative lifestyles. That place introduced me to kink. That um, place introduced me to orgasm and toys and how your body is yours and it's not anyone else. And, uh, that body uh, introduced me to masturbation. You know, and that's just like the forefront of my uh, platform is how can you tell somebody what you need if you don't know? And that's what made me thrive even more is because I just realized how much I projected onto my partner mm. because I wasn't so satisfied with myself, how much I projected onto my partner. So when I, I just, it was just like you said, going in the rabbit hole, that whole, I watch videos, I watch uh educational, I watched porn, I um, read a lot of books, I did all of that. Because it's just like, open the door, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> it's like, it was eyes wide shut, because wasn't any black people there. Right. You know, it wasn't anything. And I couldn't even talk to any African American person about it, because we already over-sexualized, and even now, when I want to educate, they want to tell me how to suck a dick. Or they want to tell me, you know, they're so much into the act. They're not really into the education and the feeling behind it. Mm. Wow. One of the things you mentioned, orgasms. And I think a lot of women actually talk about how they don't know what actually makes them orgasm. I know one of the questions that we had in preparation for the show was what is the best way? Well, they asked specifically for what's the best position for a woman to orgasm, but then also what in general helps a woman orgasm and what are the different types? You said, say it again, honey. You said you talked that in the last, uh, last podcast or you saying that they, uh, these are questions for me. Yes. This is one of the questions for you. They wanted to know what oh, okay. was the best <laughs> position for a woman to orgasm. And then just in general, okay. what are the different types? Okay, so um, education, everybody, one thing I want to let everybody know is that you can't orgasm, but everybody is different. Um, a vast majority, I don't have the stats in front of me, of women uh, do not uh, orgasm through penetrative sex. Uh, clitoral sex is something that's needed. A lot of women need a lot more stimulation. 
we know that in penetration, penetrative sex, that you have a spot called the G-spot where some women are fortunate, you know, I'm not saying fortunate to each his own that can um, orgasm off of that. What I have found in my practice is women, some women, uh, need, we need a little bit more. We, the environment has to be right. The setting has to be right. And we have, and sometimes I say emotional because I have found that a lot of women do not orgasm during hookup sex. Mm. Um, because it's not a relax, and some women do. They might be highly aroused. That's why I said to each his own. But the best position to probably orgasm is probably uh, when you are riding uh, the normal way or the reverse cowboy because you um, are really stimulating your clitoris, and that might help you orgasm. Or if you have a good... If he, I can't really make it um, penetrative sex because I don't like to leave anyone out. Mm-hmm. So I would just say if you and your partner, as long as they're um, stimulating your clitoris, that you can have that with a penis or with um, their hands or with a toy. Okay. Because yeah, that's... everybody um, is not male, female, and I'm just very aware of that. Okay. That's my go-to move. I mean, I, that's going to happen every mostly every time because I know how to make myself orgasm and if I don't and that's the position I go to <laughs> if, if I'm having sex I gotta get I gotta get mine and there's then there's no reason for me to have it I mean other than the fact that you dare to please you know your guy but you have to have an orgasm as a woman even though we know that it doesn't happen all the time no and and just so we know that um contrary to that belief just because you don't orgasm don't mean the sex wasn't good. True. Very true. And some and some women think that they're broke because they had good sex. And that's why I say a lot of women fake orgasms. And I don't think it's a fake orgasm. You shouldn't because you should be able to connect to your partner and keep it real to your partner. But some women, I feel like me and one be so into it that it feels good. And it feels like you're having an orgasm because you don't really know what having an orgasm is. Is because a lot of women, I mean, working there and talking to women, a lot of women do not have orgasm mm, at all because they so have Yeah, it's a, it's unfortunate, but oh, so because of uh, what society, a lot of women don't masturbate, a lot of women don't take the time. Again, we were taught how to provide pleasure, not to receive. So when you start to know yourself, it opens up a whole different door, but. I don't sit up there and tell women, girl, you never had an orgasm. You missing out because I meet them where they at. I'm like, if they want to explore, I'm there to explore. If they don't, they don't. Because I run up against a lot of uh, religious stuff, but that's a whole nother podcast. Okay. So let's, is it a thing that women's sex drives increase in their 30s? Or is that just a myth? Is there something, I guess, scientific behind that? I'm going to say again, and I'm sorry to be so broad or vague. It depends on the person. Okay. Because um, I'm not going to get people super geek who had low libido or no desire that, oh, this shit going to be with it when I'm 30. Because that's <laughs> not how it's going to be. Okay. So it depends on your learned behavior. It depends on how your uh, self-esteem um, depends on if you know your body. It depends on a lot of stuff. Uh, really, 
the one peak that I know is really after 40, after, um, but we can't even say that. It's really after childbearing age that women feel free because kids are still in the back of your mind. So I hear women who have hysterectomies or get their tubes tied and they feel more free. So I'm not really going to put an age. I'm going to put some criteria. I'll put criteria, not necessarily an age. Got it. Okay. Do you have any questions for her? Um, I okay. So this is I'm gonna take it a step back. Um, because when you when you first talked, you said you got cheated on a lot in your first or was it multiple times or in one relationship? I can't remember what you said. One one relationship. So, um, he was a, a habitual cheater. So do you think people can really, and not even just in in your case, but even just in general, when we're dating or, you know, when we're dating multiple people or we get that one person and they cheat, do you really think it's it's possible for people to recover from infidelity? Or is it all? Yeah. Yeah. That's my whole platform. I'm an infidelity recovery coach. Because a lot of us um, assume monogamy and a lot of us don't discuss it. Um affairs are upheld in society and our families. You know, we see our friends cheating. We we hush-hush about it. We see uncle bringing somebody that's not auntie. We see our cousins going, we hush-hush. It's a generational thing. We have to shine a light on it. But do I think you can recover for infidelity? Yes. I mean, you can personally recover and the couple can recover. I work with a lot of different couples, um, all orientations, who have recovered from infidelity and some who haven't. Mm. So what would be, I guess, your first step when you're coaching a couple that has gone through infidelity? What are one of the first steps that you usually take with them? I have to see if they are committed to the process or is this like an exit affair and they just come into therapy because this is the last draw and they want out. Okay. Because you're wasting my time. If you already want out, there's no reason for you to be you here. You don't need to waste my time, yeah. So it's a part of that. Uh, we also uh, look at the pattern because it's like, um, it's it's so many, it's seven different types of affairs. And we have to look at the pattern of the affair type. And if this is a person, you know, they say, don't trust the words, look at the pattern. And so when somebody asks me, should they stay or should they go, we just have an exploration say, um session where we look back into the relationship. Um, how was it? Were they ever trust brother worthy? Were they ever anything? I mean, what do you feel? Do you feel like you should give them another chance? So we look at a lot of um, realistic uh, into the relationship. Not through rose-colored glasses or what you want to happen or what you thought. Really looking at the relationship. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. On that topic, because one of the questions that we got was on the realm of infidelity, they asked, what is the biggest relationship killer? And they did mention that they thought infidelity was. But you're saying that in some cases it can be worked through. So I guess if it is infidelity that usually kills a lot of relationships, what's something that you would say in addition to that that usually makes you know that they're relationship usually can't be saved outside of them just wanting an out compromise okay not compromising i see it's hard to say you want to be in a relationship and you have no compromise right and no compromise means no communication relationship is give and take 
Um, uh, and I also see when you are so needy and you project everything onto your partner and it's just like sucking the life out of them. It's a codependent relationship. It's hard to survive that too. Okay. The, the biggest relationship killers to me are um, lack of communication and assumption. Assumption. That's all what, yeah. Assumptions is something that, and lack of communication due to um, assumptions or assumptions due to lack of communication. But lack of communication um, in my practice is the, one of the main issues we work on because that's the core of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and honest communication, honest communication. Yeah, that's huge. This might be a very detailed question. You don't have to get too detailed in it. What are some steps for people that are terrible at communicating that they can start? Um, what am I? That they can start being better with, if that makes sense. One of the biggest issues that we have with communicating is really just being less impulsive. Really thinking about what do I want to communicate. Um, environment is a, another factor. Is this um, subject conducive to this environment? You know, I see that people want to talk when it ain't time to talk. You know what I'm talking about? And then they get mad because you don't want to talk. Mm. So it's just like really setting that up, really uh, practicing effective listening. Mm. To communicate, you got to be effective listener. So you have to listen to understand not to rebuttal. So that means you can't be there listening and be ready, cocked and loaded, and they and what they can't communicate to you honestly. Mm. Uh, when you are communicating, um, I tell this to people that you have to take the emotion out of it and state the fact. Because sometimes when we hear the emotion, the anger, the tears, we can't understand, and due to that person's um, how they're made up they'll shut down. Some people can't stand to see a cry. Some people can't, if you hollering at them, they shut down. So I try to say, try to be state the fact. I'm not saying don't have emotion. I'm not, I'm saying don't let the emotion take over the conversation. Mm, that's good. Yeah. And stick to the facts and know when to take a time out and know when, you know, if the conversation goes to something personal and name calling, when to stop, when you are unsure about what the communication is about, you lost your way, take a time out and really see what the delivery is because sometimes the um, message get lost in the delivery. This yeah. is true. That's very true. I'm guilty of that. I really am. Um, one of the questions that we had, um, a person asked what are some of the things that you can do in your relationship when one of the biggest arguments is an imbalance of like sex drive and wanting pleasure and intimacy that the partner just seems like they're not getting it how can you work through something like that in a relationship intimacy starts outside the bedroom you cannot turn up in the bedroom, if you're not turned on outside the bedroom, you know, that's one thing is that people just fail to realize that um, even though we are, we are systems, uh, men are, I'm not, I'm saying that because men get a bad rap because they need stuff too. Of course, they dick is hard, don't mean they're ready. Okay. So we need a lot of stuff 
to happen. But if you want something more intimacy and you talk about sex drives or arousal, that's something you say outside and discuss outside the bedroom. The bedroom is not a place to um, criticize and give directions and do all like that. Let's take it outside. You know, we can have cuddle time, but cuddle time is not to critique, oh, that was bullshit, you need to do this. That's not that time for that. Because we see people are real sensitive at that time. So to get on a level, you need to take the conversation outside the bedroom and really think about how and what you want to portray to your partner. And also see what part do you play in this. Your partner is just one play. Your partner cannot please you if you don't know what pleasure is. Mm. So you can't get mad at them for pleasing you if you don't know how to please yourself and what pleasure means to you. Mm. So that's another thing we talk about also is when, um, like I say, have a date night and you'd be like, baby, um, last year you used to like when I do this. Do you still like that? Or what you like now? And then you play, you know, love mapping and you massage each other. Is that still your spot? One thing we can be definite of is change. What aroused us before is not going to arouse, especially as we're getting older. Back in the day, you breathe on me. I smell you. I'm ready. (laughs) I'm older now. You know, that that doesn't mean anything. And maybe, you know, and that's why women say, oh, I lost my desire. No, ma, you didn't lose your desire. It just changed. Now your arousal, you need more than smell. You need more touch. And sometimes... Our desire comes after arousal. So once they're on you kissing, you be like, oh, I like this. This does feel good. So that's when the desire comes and you want to get into it. But some women, when they don't feel the desire first, they don't go to the second part. And sometimes I tell them, I'm saying with consent. I'm not saying force it. But with consent, you know, just keep going. And sometimes it'd be like, oh, shit, yeah, this is what it is. Okay, I'm good now. Okay. Because our arousal patterns change and our desire patterns change. So to circle back, you said, you know, you said you scheduled a date night. Now, that's if you are in a relationship. Now, if you are dating, um, when do you bring up the conversation of what you do and you don't like to your partner? Do you think it's do you want to say it's before sex or like after the first time you have sex? Be like, hey, you know, I, I didn't like this. Or do you think it should be discussed like on the first time meeting someone? One thing is my hashtag on my Instagram is communicate before coming. I just don't think that That's good. you should wait to ask away. We need to communicate before coming because um, you, and that's the whole thing. Trust me, I don't slut shame. You can jump down with anybody you want, but then you got to think about this. And I'm going to give you back that question. It depends on what it is. If it's somebody you're just jumping down with, uh, you talk about it afterwards and be like, I wish you could do this because y'all just kicking it. Right. You're not really going to be with them anymore. It is what it is. But if it's somebody you're going to have a relationship with, I think you need to schedule. It might not be a date night, but it might be a, a conversation about sex because we need to talk about STDs. We need to talk about a lot of stuff. So if you're not having that conversation, what are you having sex for? All right. Mm, this is true. Ooh, that is real. 
Um, and let, I'm going to take this a little bit lighthearted and I don't know if you can go into details, um, d- depending on what you do, but I am curious to know what is your most interesting or fascinated weird case or, or couple that you've had. That's something that kind of just kind of blew you. And I numbed out on that one. And people say, well, no, you numbed to everything. I can't really say I haven't had that. Um, everybody's so different. You know, You know, I don't have a story because when people come, they're so sincere. Mm-hmm. And I really don't be like, you know, damn. You know, the cheating, you know, I had to train myself to not bias this. And if I have a bias, you know, I have to get supervision about it. So... I I really can't say that I had to this date a case that I'm like, damn, you know, I do have some couples in infidelity that don't want to leave the betray, don't want to leave a partner, mm-hmm. the um, the mistress. I do have stuff like that. Um, I do have couples where that they did everything because people always think that people cheat because, uh, go outside a relationship because their needs are not being met. And that's not true. Uh-huh. Um, no one is immune to infidelity. So I have women who come in there and say, I did a threesome. I did this and he still cheated. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, so that's the whole thing like that. So I don't really have anything like that. It's just the subject that make me want to go deeper or harder for something. Cause people always think, that just because their relationship good, that infidelity can't happen. Um, just because they don't talk about it, infidelity can't happen. And those are all myths. Okay. Our last question that we received, and it's kind of on the point of what you were speaking about. You've been around a lot of different things. Someone asked the question about an open relationship. Is it genuinely possible for couples to have that? And usually if they do, would you say it's a certain time frame that they should keep that going? Or is it just a lifestyle that you actually coach people through as well? Well, I'm going to say twofold. The um, the um, nice vanilla term open relationship, but we know that people been jumping down for years. Right. Okay. People been having these relationships. I mean, people been having what we say an understanding for years. Right. And that's what happened in my relationship that um, the one woman called me and told me, uh, your baby daddy cheating on us. What? What? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So this is why, and this is what I'm saying that when people say open relationship and, and it wasn't open. And I'm going to say that he had an understanding with her. They didn't have an understanding with me. So oh, that's shit. another thing we got to define because and when I say this, you got to get very, very detailed. Because he'd be like, oh, we got to understand. And no, bro, y'all got to understand. And I don't. Right. You know, so when you say that, be be really sure. So an open relationship is a contract agreement. You know, an open relationship takes um, a lot of communication. Wow. You know, especially if it's so many different kinds. If a couple going to take on a third party or if a couple won't go outside and they have an open relationship that they can have sex or date somebody else, um, or if the man is okay to date somebody else, if the woman, these are all contracts within a relationship. This comes from mass communication. You just don't have an open relationship because you get caught. Mm. So 
and be like, well, shit, just, shit, just bring her in here. You know, I see open relationships now, and I say I don't even want to say open relationships, but agreement with men uh, having all their kids and their mothers in the house. Do I think something wrong with it? No. To each his own. It's what they contract. Right. If they okay with it, I'm okay with it. Doesn't so Boosie I'm just. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Doesn't Boosie have that? All his baby mamas in one house? Yeah. I think so. Wow. Well, that works, obviously. Well, and then I said it's a shared agreement. And some men, and I know men who like that, who be like, I'm not with you. I'm not with you. I'm not with you. And the women, and we know, don't leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... The women don't leave, and they know about each other. So it, when we talk about open relationship, I think we need to really talk about, you know, the dimensions of it. And I'm learning more and more each day that what comes in front of me, you know, with married couples, with same-sex couples. So I can't speak to one thing, term of open relationship, but all I'm going to say is um, – the vanilla version of an open relationship, it comes with a lot of communication mm-hmm. and it's contracted and it's understanding and feelings are involved and emotions that we get it together and trust and respect. Wow. That's good. And it's not all about sex. That's true. That is true. I just I have so many other questions, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. I guess the last thing that I want to ask you is this. If you had nothing else to say to people on, you know, your expertise, your platform, what is the advice that you would give people regardless of what it is? Uh, I would say that um, if you are going to be in a relationship, please communicate. If you can't communicate with that person, Please figure out why you're in a relationship. Uh, another thing is prepare yourself for a relationship. You know, see what your desires are. What's ple- what is pleasure to you? What does love mean to you? Um, what does being in a healthy relationship look and feel to you? Because we have so much trauma and we go into these relationships and we carry it into the relationship. And then it just another person carry their stuff in and it's just a tornado. Right. Um, besides that, I would just say, as far as with your sexual self, I think that a relationship is two whole people. Please be mind, body, and spirit and with yourself and share with your partner. But in order to share, you really have to understand yourself. And I'll just say also that if you have any questions or concerns, I think you need to um, discuss or see somebody about it because a lot of times we got unmet needs and we suffer from trauma and we hide that, but we can't really, you want a relationship, but you're not really emotionally available. Mm. So don't go into a relationship if you're not emotionally available, you know. That, that I like this. I heard this today, and I thought it was so funny that with Little Wayne's song, I think it's Little Wayne, and he was like, "The the bitch came with problems. Those my stepson." I just thought Ooh. that was so cute. I just <laughs> thought it was cute. so funny. I was like, "That's so cute." I mean, but I mean, I'm a hip hop head, but just the point is that just to hear somebody set her problems as part of his. Those my right. stepson. That 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 whole verse shook me because I'm like, damn, that was pretty smooth because we do take on other people's problems. We do. 
I just thank you again no. for coming on the show. Do you have let people know where they can find you, how they can get in contact with you? Okay, I am on Instagram at Noir Sex Therapist. It's N O I R, and there's no E in Sex Therapist. I'm also on Instagram at Affair Aftercare. Um, Facebook is Kaleidoscope Services with Renelle Nelson. And I'm in, I do online. That's why I became a sex coach and infidelity coach because I want to cross the borders. But I'm in person in uh, Milwaukee and Arizona. Nice. Thank you again so much for Thank sharing you. this with us. Let me know if you have any more questions. I love to inform your audience on anything. So if you get some more questions, just let me know and I'll come back on. Will do. Sounds good. Thank you again. You have a good night. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, Thank okay, you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. You want to get into the wins? I mean, we can, but I mean, still. You got any wins? Nope. I don't have any wins this week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, my win this week is my mom. You know, God bless her. I know I talked about her and her new nigga, Robert, but um, she bought me a coat. And I'm just forever grateful because it's cold <laughs> and it's I'm poor. <laughs> so I really, I just want to thank her so much. You know, she'll probably never hear this. I pray she never hears this, but uh, yeah, that's my win this week. Oh, and my counselor, she gave me some homework. Um, Been crushing the homework side. I was kind of crushing it until I wasn't. So I'm still working on that. But my mm-hmm. real win is that my mama bought me a coat and mm-hmm. I am 30 plus years old. So thanks, yeah, he was mom. talking about me. I can still talk about you. Your ass is spoiled. <laughs> your mom bought you a coat. A coat. Do we want to run down what your mother has bought for you? No. Exactly. <laughs> you got me holy grails. I don't understand what don't the problem is. Don't even try this. You just oh, try to say it. That's were... a whole episode. <laughs> Jacora is spoiled as fuck. No, I'm not. She is. I do everything myself. She is spoiled. I'm yeah, not. okay. You may do a lot of things yourself, but you're still spoiled as hell. <laughs> no. Okay? Holy grails. Do she you have any? She still never bought my box screen. That's so messed up. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm going to take her credit card and buy it. No, okay. See? Listen, spoiled. <laughs> you got any holy grails? The holy grail this week is by Glossier. Um, I have purchase a few things from them that I put in my kit um and one in particular for you dry lipped hoes and dry lipped <laughs> niggas uh, <laughs> they have a lip balm and it's called they have many different flavors but my personal favorite and you can go on there and actually you probably can't get it today because when it comes out the sale will be over um but they have them on sale and it's called birthday bomb.com not with like an actual dot but d-o-t com c-o-m dot com and it smells really delicious it really hydrates your lips gives you a nice little bit of shine um that you're looking for makes your lips really supple for when you kiss a man uh, <laughs> i'm not kissing any men anytime soon but just to be prepared um i just thought i'd throw that out there but that is my holy grail it's called birthday bomb.com by glossier and i'm sure y'all have seen these this particular brand all up and down instagram Okay. So yeah, that's my holy grail. I'll take that into consideration because I'm very dry this holiday season. The price point is pretty good. It's twelve dollars. It? But with the coupon today, it's twenty percent off. Okay. So it's about nine, and then oh, if you go over thirty dollars, you get free shipping. So you got you probably got to pay for shipping. Mm. 
but yeah it's really good i'm so poor y'all i swear um my holy grail this week is shout out to hype williams off of twitter she suggested that i should start watching the show called the good place if any of y'all have like a weird quirky sense of humor that show is funny as fuck Hmm. it wasn't what i expected it to be um, but it's hilarious. It has Kristen Bell in it. I've liked her from quite a few different shows. Um, and she's very diverse as an actress, so I really like her. But she is funny in that show. I laughed very fucking hard when they told me that Ted Danza, Ted Danson is in that show. He's funny as hell. He really does make the show. So anybody that hasn't seen it, and I'm giving this like it's like a major revelation because I'm pretty sure most of y'all have seen it. It's in its third season now, but it's funny as hell. Check it out. And thank you for the recommendation, girl. Uh, Groove Theories. I'm going to be honest. I have not listened to any music. I keep listening to my same, same playlist. Same playlist. All the time. And honestly, when I listen to music, it's at work. And it's my same playlist. So I haven't really been listening to music. I, I used to listen to music when we would go out, but yeah. I don't go nowhere no more, so I don't, I'm not up on music. I'm just going to say the only new thing that I've been listening to is that City Girls uh, twerk song with Cardi B. Honestly, I know they have a new album, have not listened to it, um, but yeah, that's the only thing that I've been listening to other than um, BJ, the Chicago kid. I'm trying to figure out when the hell he's coming out with something new. I've been listening. I to just heard he was on a cypher too. That's what I mean. Was that's he? Just, yeah, okay. he was on a cypher. So... I need him to come out with a new project because in my mind it's still oh, that's fire. Still a, that's so yeah, a, that was it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not listening. I'm still listening to LMA and her. I mean, they don't go out of rotation. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So. Yeah, that's it. You got anything else? No. Thank you again to Renell who came on the show and blessed us with some sex talk, some relationship talk, and you know, just being an all around help because we tend to need that in today's society because you niggas don't know how to act. But anyway, um, shout out to everybody that continues to listen. Check us out on Instagram, Random Tandem Podcast, Random Tandem Pod on Twitter. Like and share on SoundCloud as you guys usually do. Um, and rate and review on iTunes. Got anything else, bud? No, we outie. All right. 5,000. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that make me. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid, or make void the topic. Cause that ain't gonna stop it. Now we talk about sex on the And of course, how it should be. Those who think it's dirty have a choice. Pick up the needle, press pause, or turn the radio off. Will that stop us, Pat? I doubt it. All right, then, come on, spin. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. Make any man's eyes pop. She uses she got to get whatever she don't got.